Welcome to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the Nerdy Merc. Like the podcast, subscribe, and make sure you leave a five-star review. Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you just know it? I have all these ideas running through my head a million miles an hour. I am constantly thinking about stuff. I'm constantly talking to myself about stuff. I bounce ideas off myself all the time. It's hilarious my family catches me. But when I decide I want to go ahead and start doing a podcast and I get all the equipment to do it and then I start learning the GarageBand app to put all the tracks together, which is insanely complicated, by the way, if you've never looked at it. I highly recommend you don't if you're not doing it anyway. But I just, I get a brain fart. I don't know what to talk about. <sighs> That definitely was not a beer. And hang on, I'm going to take a drink of this, not a beer. Of course, those of you that know me know that that was probably not actually a beer because I am a beer snob. I cannot stand drinking beer out of a can. Although I will if it's free and offered to me because free is always my flavor and I hate to be rude, you know, free beer. So... What is, what is this all about? What is, this is my podcast. Uh, obviously, you found it. It's called The Nerdy Merc. I am The Nerdy Merc. My name is Jeff. Uh, why do I call myself The Nerdy Merc? What am I going to talk about? What is this podcast going to be about? Well, this is all about the introduction, folks. I'm introducing myself, and I'm telling you my vision for my future. And hopefully, you share that vision. Hopefully, you enjoy this. Hopefully, you subscribe. I'd appreciate it. And at any time... Give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Also, I have a website. I'll talk about all that later. So, first, introduction. Who am I? Well, I was born in Beach Grove, Indiana. I was raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and some rural counties around there. I moved back up to Indiana when I was a teenager and pretty much lived most of the rest of my life here, with the exception of the 12 years I spent in the Army, where I joined as an 11 X-ray, which is basically, I'm infantry, but needs of the Army. At that time, there was, I'm not going to bore you with that. So I was an infantryman, okay? I later became an airborne infantryman. Not a big deal. I got one jump past my five jumps, and which was cool because I got German jump wings on that one on my on my cherry jump so i spent 12 years there uh did one tour in 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 iraq specifically in baghdad and got out of the army in 2009 and moved back to indianapolis indiana and i've been here ever since uh, with the exception of the times and this is where the merc part of my name comes into play i am or have been at times, a PSS contractor with a couple of companies that have contracts with the Department of State. Now, what is a PSS contractor? Don't worry, I'm not letting out any trade secrets. I'm not letting out any any sensitive information. I'm not, le- I'm not telling you anything that you can't find on the Bing machine. Uh, and I say Bing because I don't use the uh, G word. 
search engine. I don't even I don't even like to call them by name, and uh, I'm sure we'll go more into that later. But uh, for now, a PSS contractor is let's see. Essentially, boils down to we are executive protection specialists. PSS specifically stands for Protective Security Specialist. I, I think it's a dumb acronym. I like Executive Protection Specialist better. So, uh, EPS contractor would be cooler. Uh, I've also done some ERT, which stands for Emergency Response Team, which is if you are for you military folks or those. Uh, um, uh, comfortable with military lingo. Sometimes I do use that. It's been 11 years, but it doesn't go out of, you know, it doesn't just leave. Uh, anyway, uh, it's more like a quick reaction force and the pay is really, really good. And it's a lot of fun at times, but it sucks being away from the family, which you are for months at a time. And so as a result, so anyway, executive protection, I guess, uh, I guess some of you guys probably don't really know what that is either. Executive protection is so imagine what the Secret Service does for the president. That's executive protection. We're taught by the same people that teach the Secret Service, uh, or we're taught actually by former Secret Service agents usually, uh, on how to do all of that. And it's 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 a really really fun world. You get to see uh, uh, you get to see all sorts of the of, of the location wherever you're at because obviously you're on, you know you're on a mobile team. You're you're traveling with your your principal. And it's a lot of fun. So anyway, uh, a couple of my friends back home, who I may have on the show at some point, who knows, uh, they call me a merc. And I fought it, and I fought it like, no, nah, man, I'm not a merc. I'm not a merc, merc as in mercenary. Uh, mercenaries are civilians that are hired to go fight wars. I am a civilian that's hired to go protect people. There's a difference. Don't get me wrong. A lot of the skills are transferable. You know, it, you know, it it is what it is. But it's technically not the same thing. However, I decided to roll with it. I decided to steer into the skid, uh, and and so that's where the merc comes from in my name. But what about the nerdy? That's un, that's an odd combination, right? So nerdy, geeky, almost interchangeable terms. But nerdy rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Well. As to the nerdy aspect of it, I I bill this show as uh, comic books, culture, and current events, and I wasn't lying about the comic books. In fact, I'm looking at my Deadpool Monopoly set right now. Yes, I have a Deadpool Monopoly set. There are two Klingon swords uh, on the wall behind, technically only one Klingon sword, and the other one is from the movie uh, The Chronicles of Riddick, but most people think they're Klingon swords, also known as Batless. My dog knows commands in Klingon, or she, or she at least knows one. She knows Kapla, uh, which means, you know, I use instead of, uh, uh, instead of walk, I use Kapla because, you know, good journey. And I have uh, posters of the, of the Eldritch God Cthulhu on my wall. I am a nerd. I've got the Lego Death Star right above my head, and I have more comic books than I know what to do with. And since I've gotten older and made a bit more money, I'm collecting way better comic books than I was when I was a kid. Uh, I mean, and that's not it. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm like full nerd. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek. I love it all. I've seen everything, all the extra footage, all of the, all of the TV shows, all of the, I played the video games. Uh, 
uh, well, at least the Lego games, because those are a lot of fun. Um, I I realized about 10 years after I bought my PS3 that I pretty much bought it just for Lego games, because that is 9 out of 10 of the games in my library. Uh, what else? Star Wars. Back to Star Wars. About once a year, I have a Star Oh my god, I just created a, a, a nerd sin. I am so sorry. I said Star Wars, and I meant Star Trek. Um, I am properly ashamed. I will go castrate myself. Or no, no, not castrate. Castigate myself. I think that's the word I want. I will go properly punish myself for that for that nerd slip up. But back to uh, the Star Trek. I own everything Star Trek related. Uh, at least uh, that came out on video. We're talking the animated series even. How many of you guys have seen the animated series? I've got it on Blu-ray. Well, it's on my computer because I rip all of my movies naturally so I can watch them on Apple TV or stream them on in some other way because I'm a true nerd. The original series, uh, the animated series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, Oh, what? Um, Picard. Oh, I actually loved Picard. Picard was a good show. Uh, it was a good... I look forward to season two. Uh, and what's what's the other one that... Uh, Discovery. I like it. In fact, guess what? When I watch them, I watch them in chronological order as they happen in the Star Trek universe. So, I might have every other nerd out there trumped. I don't know. I go to Comic-Cons. I actually have a cosplay. Uh, uh, one cosplay, it's Rorschach from The Watchmen. I've got a, I've got a Rorschach mask that actually changes like his, not as good as his does, obviously. I don't think that technology exists yet. But I've got everything else. I've got the brown double-breasted overcoat. I've got the brown fedora. I've got the brown leather gloves. I've got the striped, excuse me, the pinstripe pants. Um, yeah, Rorschach liked to wear like dress shoes, and I'm more of a a boots guy but i still shine the boots so they look nice i've even got the little beige scarf thing he wears i mean it's i look forward to actually being able to go back to a con coronavirus kind of screwed all that up this year but i look forward to being able to go back to a con and wear it i think it'll have a lot of fun and on the uh flip side i've learned that i kind of like the fedora and i mean it's just a wool fedora it's not it's not that great of one but i might end up getting a, like a legit uh, beaver uh, one because i i kind of like the look i think it looks good on me hang on excuse me so that actually was a monster i cracked open at the beginning of the show and those of you that know me i know you 100 believe that uh because i kind of live on these things anyway so Ner oh, I'm not even done with the nerd part yet. Guess what I majored in? in oh, after I got out of the Army, I didn't just do contracting. I didn't just do Merc stuff. I also went to college, and it took me a while to kind of figure out what I wanted to do, and I wasted a lot of GI Bill benefits. Um, probably would have served me better if I'd gone to a trade school or something, but oh well, such is life. You know, my life, I believe, has worked out the way it should have, uh, um, and I don't really regret any of the decisions I, I've made, so... But I finally settled on, I went to Ivy Tech here in Indianapolis, which is where I'm from, by the way. If you can't tell by the 317 area code. I went to Ivy Tech in Indianapolis and for, let's see, for five semesters. And I originally got out of the Army and, and, and I wanted to be a police officer. Not going to lie, I wanted to be a police officer since I was 16 years old. Holy hell did I dodge a bullet. 
maybe literally in that regard. Um, but I digress. So I want to be a police officer and I knew I was going to have to go through some, some hiring processes. None of them ever worked out. You know, it is what it is. Again, I, I don't even think I physically could do it now. It's, you know, I'm 41 years old and, and hard lives take a toll. And I've had a pretty physically demanding uh, life between my chosen careers. Being an infantryman is not good for the back or knees or hips, I promise you. And the injuries just seem to pile on and they don't ever stop. So, um, and then on top of that, the, 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 the contracting gig on top, you know, after that, that's pretty physically demanding at times too. But anyway, I did five semesters at Ivy Tech. I started off studying criminal justice. It took two semesters, maybe three, I don't remember, uh, two or three semesters for me to figure out, I didn't like this. This is way too many papers and I don't like writing papers. Um, well, I don't like writing research papers. I'll put it that way. I do like writing. I write, uh, I used to write quite a bit when I was a teenager. I wrote uh, a number of short stories and more often than not, I didn't finish them, but there were a few I finished. I'm actually working on one right now. Uh, it's kind of set in a, well, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to give it away. I'm kind of hitting a writer's block. I've, I, I've got the end mapped out, but there's like, it's, it's only going to be about five or six chapters, and I, I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck right in the middle. I'm not really sure how to connect the dots. I've 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 connected A to B to C to D, and I'm trying to get to say like L, but I'm missing, um, you know, E F G. You know, I've got H I J K L. I'm just missing you know a few dots in the middle. But uh, hopefully, I get there because I think it's got good potential. But Anyway, I then switched to general studies at Ivy Tech, and my last semester, I took a general science class, and turns out, I had a lot of fun in that class. So, that was also around the time the Big Bang Theory was starting to become real popular, and I was loving that show, and I realized that I had always enjoyed knowing how things work, uh, knowing the nuts and bolts breaking it down even back to back to uh, my childhood days y'all remember uh, any of you guys from my generation cuz i guarantee you uh, there's probably no millennials and definitely no gen zers that remember this stuff but you remember the mash toys um the not mash as in the the army sitcom thing that was on tv but mash the I don't even remember what their story was. They, it was a group of like GI Joe type people, and they had vehicles that could convert into other things and had cool weapons and stuff. Well, anyway, there was a semi, and the semi would uh, it, it, the the grill would extend out as like a battering ram. The cab would open it up and reveal like a command center and look like some sort of tactical nuke could get launched from there. And the 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 what do you call it? the smokestacks? The they would. Uh, come forward and and could be used as guns and the back where the trailer would hook up was a separate little kind of like an ATV that would separate and had its own little gun on it and could join the fight and it was a really neat thing and when I was like seven years old I took a screwdriver to the bottom of it and I took mine apart because I wanted to see how it worked I wanted to see how the missile shot up I wanted to see how the battering ram shot out there was something else it did, I don't recall, but I wanted to see how it worked because that's that's who I was. And guess what? I was able to successfully put it back together. 
to the point to the point where I could like take it apart and put it back together in about five minutes. And I'm like seven years old doing this. So that curiosity has been with me. Um, the curiosity of how things work has been with me for as, as, as long as I can remember in my life. And in addition to that, when I was also about seven years old, maybe seven or eight that time frame, my dad gave me my first telescope. You know, um, man, I'm sorry about that. My, uh, my dad passed away eight years ago, and yesterday was his birthday. So anyway... Um, it's a bit of an emotional time, but so he gave me my first telescope and I still have that telescope It is a cheap ass Walmart like type telescope, a Tasco something or other, but hell, I didn't know any better. I thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And he, and, uh, you know, for the longest time, all I was ever see was the moon. You know, I could see some stars, but I didn't have any star chart. I didn't have anyone guiding me, telling me what to do or how to do it. And so I kind of got bored with it. I know I knew that there was some potential and I enjoyed looking at the moon, but the moon gets old after a while, especially even the moon it helps to have a guide to to know what you're doing. So, fast forward a few years to the Hubble starting to release its images. Once they fixed their mirror that was, you know, that I forget how many million dollar mistake NASA made on that one, but whatever. So I started seeing the Hubble images come back in like National Geographic magazines that my stepmom would have lying around. And I was enthralled. So huge fan of astronomy from early on, huge fan of understanding how things work. When I got to Butler University in the fall of 2012, I majored in physics and minored in astronomy. And then later... When those two courses were merged and astrophysics became a, a an official major for which one could declare, I was the very first Butler University student to declare a major in astrophysics. Now, I didn't graduate, don't get me wrong, but I did go there for two years and loved it and... I mean, and it was it was it was mentally challenging. Don't get me wrong. I mean, astrophysics, physics. I mean, it's it's not an easy subject, but I love the environment. I love Butler University, and it's absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous campus with gorgeous grounds, and the faculty. Now, this was years ago. The faculty was so awesome, and oh, there was like the big boy telescope, or not the big boy telescope, the. Actually, I forget what the telescope was called, but it's it's a one meter telescope at Holcomb Observatory there in Butler, and naturally, I I started working there uh, as a student tour guide and, and a planetarium operator, and I loved it. So that kind of completes the whole nerd ensemble and gives you a little bit of an idea of who I am. Well, we've reached the end of this segment. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, bitches, gripes, moans, complaints, what have you. Give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Or go to the website, www.nerdymerc.com. That's N-E-R-D-Y-M-E-R-C.com. Make sure you stick around for the next segment, and thanks for listening.